T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You're looking at Justin Fields versus Zach Wilson. And you're looking for all of the intangible stuff. Fields' stuff was like off the charts. So how do you ignore both the tangible and the intangible to jump over to a player that has barely got some tangible and doesn't have the intangible. The 773 texter says the Northwestern defense put a crack in the field's draft position during the Big Ten championship game that pundits, scouts, and analysts flooded into it. And the same point being made here, saying the pre-draft analyst using the Northwestern game to look past the Clemson game was specifically indefensible. Said that Northwestern game provided a fig leaf to look past the massive evidence in his favor. This is the game log for Zach Wilson in that season. Navy, Troy, Louisiana Tech, UT San Antonio, Houston, Texas State, Western Kentucky, Boise State, North Alabama, Coastal Carolina, San Diego State, Central Florida. type of game you'd like to have in the 5th Regional on CBS on Sunday. Seriously? When you read that list like that, and you're scouting him on an even level playing field with somebody actually playing big boy football, that is really damning. It's ridiculous. Zach Wilson, in his pro day, did this thing where he snaps the ball and reverses out and then threw the ball 50 yards on the run routes on air justin fields made that same throw in a game against clemson four-man rush fields has time launches downfield it's a lob he's got a touchdown ohio state a deep strike and the buckeyes stretch the lead again 56 yards wow Great patience by Justin Fields. He went all the way from the right and came all the way back to his left to find the defense out of position. And then he shows you the arm strength downfield. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Just feels good, man. That dead prez beat. Woo! Welcome into the Bernstein. See? This is why Layla's here. I'm Lawrence Holmes. That's Layla Rahimi. We are here with you. Dan is on a beach. I imagine drunk. 
Mexico Dan, or as I put it on Twitter, Dan Mexico. Dan Mexico is is out here getting That's a callback for some of you. Getting his vacation on, which is good. I'm very happy that he is doing that. He he is gonna miss out though, because we're gonna be in shorts tomorrow and Thursday here in the city. I mean, you might. Not me. I won't be alone. Actually, that's not true. I wear dresses. No pants. Let's See? go. See? There you go. Here's what we got planned for you today. We are going to talk with Patrick Manley at 11 o'clock. Pete Futek at 1125. We uh, apparently have some sort of conflict on, or, or con- you said contrast, on Luke Getze. It's a contrast. So we're going to talk about that. Jason Leisure is going to join us as well. We are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And we appreciate you hanging out with us in your post-Christmas. Is that your prop? Well, you said you wanted Elvis Andrews, and I have a funny way of of bringing (laughs) things happening. That's not words. I have a funny way of making things happen. Can you tell I haven't talked professionally for a few days? Look what we have. What you got? Oh, oh, look at that. It's a Elvis Andrews bobblehead, and it's him making a play when he was the Rangers. Let's go. So one of my friends went through a divorce with a horrible person, and I'm not just saying that because he's my she's my friend, but uh, he left a whole bunch of sports stuff at her house thinking she wasn't going to know the meaning of it. <laughs> Do you know how many of my friends... Have been like, hey, an ex-boyfriend or an ex-husband left this stuff here. What should I do? And I'm like, sell this, keep this, sell this, sell this on eBay. And then I was like, can I get the Elvis Andrews and Fergie Jenkins bobbleheads? And she's like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, well, at least we got Elvis Andrews at the Score Studios. I love this. Also, we are on if, Twitch, by the way, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 the score. My services are are not for hire. They are for free. If you have an ex who's left something at your house and you don't know the value, we are here for you. See, can I get away with putting he it on the mic stand? He had original Michael Jordan Wheaties boxes, like in cases. Really? I'm like, girl, put those up on eBay. Yeah, you put we those gotta up. We got to renovate your bathroom. Wait, Let's what, go. what else was in there? Oh my gosh, it was a treasure trove. There were just some also like random old jerseys like Jordan Magic and then a bunch of Wheaties boxes, a lot of bobbleheads. But I, for myself, took the Elvis Andrews and Fergie Jenkins. Yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine that the estate sale on a man cave after a divorce could end up uh, netting someone something pretty awesome. Like this Elvis Andrews bobblehead. Listen, when I say he was a jerk, that's putting it incredibly lightly. Oh. I don't like to disparage people on the air in matters of irreconcilable differences, but he gets every bad piece of, of everything coming to him. Well, and you didn't name him, so it's like he's just a random dude. So Yeah. It's totally fine. Um, Are we not going to talk about the breaking news? Elvis Andrews is at the score? No. I mean, that would be awesome, too, if you wanted to come in. and That's not the breaking news. The breaking news... Wait, I should do the breaking news sponsor. Breaking news on the score is brought to you by BeckUL. Shout out to everyone on BeckUL. What's up to Joe? What's up to my guy Costos? Aaron? Joe Giglio? Joe Giglio, but I think he's getting ready to... WIP? Yeah, he's getting ready to to leave BeckUL, but download the BeckUL app or visit BeckUL.com today. The breaking news, and if we can just change the, the camera over to the production studio is that our guy, Ray Diaz, 
cut off his beard. I don't even know you anymore. Who's producing right now? I. It's very strange. Like I walked in this morning, and you know, Ray has his mask on. His beard is usually. <laughs> it's already like like way outside of the mask, and I was like, "You cut your beard." That's right. Holiday time. I decided to do something different. How does it know? feel? Feels uh feels cold out there. Feels a lot colder <laughs> out there uh, without the the full beard. But you know it's it's fresh. Were you looking at your upper part of your neck like? I was huh. like, oh, there it is. Like I haven't seen that in a while. Yes, yes. So it's it's. I needed to do something a little different. You know, you're switching you it up. Switching it up. It up. Plus, uh, you know, I went before Christmas. A couple days before Christmas, I went to visit my parents and. My dad made a little comment about like, hey, you don't want to, you don't, you want to, you don't want to clean that up a little bit. And I was like, mm, okay, all right, wow, dad. all right. What your does, does your dad rock a beard? No, my parent, my dad is very clean shaven. My dad is wake up every morning and shave, look professional. You know, he's a small business owner, so you know that's that's his thing. Up here raising a beatnik with a beard. <laughs> that's right. And my my mom's not necessarily a fan of the beard either. When I have the when I'm rocking the beard, she she she's always making a comment about it. I'm like, hey, you don't wanna you know, you look a lot better without that beard. I don't wow. understand. Like it's not like some sign of being a ne'er do well. No. I know. But you know. So th- that was part of my Christmas gift to my parents. I came I came through looking clean. No beard. So what was their reaction? Oh my my mom was my mom was like oh you look great but you know I didn't tell you to cut that beard I was like I know this time it was my dad so you know to ha- to make my parents happy I showed up clean shaven and fresh on Christmas so what's what now is the what are you gonna do like are you gonna because I can see the growth is already back back in 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 place oh yeah yeah so it quick so what do you, what are you thinking are you thinking this is a, a new thing, or was is this just a restart? Just a restart, probably. All right, just a restart. A re-beard? But we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Lawrence, can you even grow facial hair? Yeah, I got it going. I I can actually grow like a beard. I'll show you a picture. But like you have that face. It's like very clean shaven when it's when it's clean shaven. So I can't quite tell. Like some people just can't. I'm fascinated by them being of Middle Eastern descent. We're all kind of confused by that. But if I grow a beard, I will actually look older than I am. And if I if I cut it, then I can shave a couple years off. But if I grow one, you'd be like, "Oh, Lawrence is in his fifties." I'm. I, I got to like because that's one of the things that I did during isolation. Is I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna grow a beard." Like a real one. What if we do like a beard challenge where somebody has to grow like the Backstreet Boys chin strap oh, beard? <laughs> like that just, just I just don't understand that one. Even at the time I didn't get it. It didn't look right. It also just seems like a lot of work. Tons of maintenance. Tons of maintenance on that. But yeah, I, I grew one out and you know, like I've I've kept my hair short for for forever, which is weird because you know, like I talk to my mom about it now. And she's like, yeah, I always was hoping that you grow out dreads or something. I was like, wait, what? Like, That's that's awesome. Yeah. I've, someone should have told me that years ago when it was actually, you know, possible. That is not possible now. The text line is asking for a Lovey Smith style beard. I mean, that's 
I went like full face with my beard, but yeah, like that's kind of the vibe. Lovey looked like Santa Claus. Uh, also, Kendall has a beard. Yeah. Kendall's grown a beard as part of that Silver Fox Club. That's what I would be in. I would be in the in the silver. There's a lot more silver. There's a lot more salt than I expected. No, his is like a whole society thing. Check out his Instagram. Well, he looks like good. Like the hairline is still popping. He's in great shape. Wendy just had a birthday. His son, Phoenix, had 16 points uh, in the last game that he played. Things are going really well for Kendall. Not going so well for the Bulls. I don't know that any of them were happy yesterday. No no one should have been happy with the way that that Bulls game played out last night. It well, was um, the Rockets. It was a, a thing. Uh, yeah, the Rockets played really well, and they deserve to get that win. Why don't, Shingun, he was pretty good. Just ball faking, drop stepping, trying to dunk everything. Three strides to the lane type stuff. Just get out the way because you're going to get dunked on, that sort of thing. Uh, Vooch not good with with help and switches yesterday when they switched off of him they just left that man on an island it's a problem and what happened with the Bulls and what continues to happen with them versus bad teams young and hungry that's what I said I'm gonna shout out to my man Mario for reminding me of that you got a young hungry team chances are you're gonna beat the Bulls I got some numbers to back that up and we were gonna we're gonna hear from DeMar DeRozan talking about some of that stuff. That voice you hear besides mine, it's Layla Rahimi. She's Hi. hanging out all week. We got all sorts of stuff to do. Happy I'll, end of year. Yeah. Oh, I love this week because we can do what we want. It's fun. Do we not do what we want? Yes, but we get to really do what we want this week. <laughs> exactly. Back after this on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, Midday 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. This game is over. The Houston Rockets shocked the Bulls here at the United Center. 133 
to 118 behind Kevin Porter Jr.'s 36 points. Wow. It was pretty ugly last night. You heard the game here on The Score. You watched it on NBC Sports Chicago. Houston led this game in the first five minutes 23-5. to 23-5. to I figured the Bulls would eventually catch him, and they did. They caught him, and they took the lead, but they expended so much energy catching them and taking the lead that they weren't able to close the, the door on them, and they definitely weren't playing great defense in, in, in either halves of the this game where they gave up. It's another loss for the Bulls when they gave up 60 or more points to an opponent in the first half of the game. And in the second half of the game, especially the fourth quarter, just let go of the rope. They have done that 12 times now by last count this season. 12. Jason Goff has got to be beside himself because if there is one person who hates that stat, it is him. Yeah. So I've carried the torch on that whenever I've filled in because it is it is quite honestly one of the best ways to measure whether or not they will have success. What's odd is that the Bulls were eight and zero prior to that game when leading at the half. But we all knew what we were seeing. I mean, the Rockets scored 18 points in less than five minutes. Yeah, it was really, really ugly to to see. And the way that they went to the lane with impunity. Like you look at all the the in the paint points for the Rockets, they were not afraid at all to try and put someone through a basket. My bad. Fifteen times they've now allowed sixty points and a half. You're not going to win a lot of games if you're doing it that way. They were down twenty three to five in this one. Like it was really like you're. They, they they there's clearly like continuing issues with this team's defense, and we'll hear from Billy Donovan later on in the hour. How about we go inside that locker room? This is this is Darnell Mayberry talking with DeMar DeRozan about why the Bulls were so bad. DeMar, how do you explain the way you guys came out after putting together three straight wins for the first time and playing well on the road coming out tonight and thirty-three? We gotta play with more of a sense of urgency and edge out the gate. Especially understanding the road we've gone. We gotta feed off them off that momentum and understand every single game is bigger than the last. And we just got to play with a sense of urgency out the gate. That's all it is. What in your mind contributed to the fast start they got off to? I don't know. They just, you know, team like that, young, they don't know no better. They just going to go out and play. You know, we got we to gotta realize that we can't fill out games. You know, we got to go out the gate and treat it like it's the fourth quarter. That's just how we have to play. And we got to be more aware of that, more conscious of, of that. I mean, once we start doing that, we'll see a difference. Did you feel like you guys had learned that lesson a little bit with the way you played last week with those three straight road wins? I mean, yeah, but it's all about consistency. You know, you got to stay with it. Got to stay with it. You know, even, even you know, it may be games where we do come out with a sense of urgency and, you know, still possibility of losing, but you can, you can live with those. I think we just got to be conscious of that. You know, when we go out there and play, as soon as tip ball, happens we got to play balls out defensively what did you guys see as a, as a problem tonight? i mean they just played freely you know they were just out there just doing whatever they wanted to do give credit to them they hit a lot of tough shots but for the most part we let them get on the run and a team like that that they don't know no better once they see a couple go in they're going to shoot anything and think it's going to go in that's what happened we didn't give no resistance to make them second guess any of their shots 
Do you like how you guys are playing offensively? I mean, it's fine. Yeah, we, we scoring points, you know, scoring points. But if it don't mean nothing if you're giving up more points than we score. You know, we're offensively, we we doing well. I'm pretty sure it's a lot lot more things we still can clean up and get better at. But, you know, scoring won't mean nothing if we still giving up more points than what we score. Yeah. So the Rockets shot 56% from the floor. A lot of dunks, a lot of layups for them. 39% from three. And they had only their season high coming into the game from three-point distance was 11. They had 17 three-pointers in last night's game. Yeah, they're not a good shooting team. But we've said that about so many people who have played the Bulls and had their best shooting nights of the season. The Knicks come to mind. The Knicks were a poor three-point shooting team. And then they come in here and do what they did, not one but two games in a row. And then you see what the Rockets were able to do from three it's it's just same song, different verse at this point. I so appreciate everybody's candor, whether it's Zach Levine, Goran Dragic, DeMar DeRozan. Everybody speaks pretty honestly. They'll even let you show their their reactions on the court. Like we saw Vooch punch the chair on the bench last night. That is really appreciated during a time where clearly things are fraying. Like Christmas Day is the benchmark for a lot of teams. It's not so much the first quarter of the season. But it is this point where you're saying to yourself, either we got to get this together or you got to figure out what's happening at the trade deadline. And we, I think, were some of the first people to bring this up at an uncomfortable time. But they're letting us know. There has to be some questions that need to be answered with this group. Them not defending, and it, I mean, if you watch this game, like, even if you just look at the box score, you can kind of figure out what happened, but... Singoon came in here and he was like, yo, I am going to dominate. I, 25 points, 11 boards, six assists for him. He practically had a triple-double. Easily, I, easily. And I mean, he was out here daring your post defenders and mostly Vooch to try and guard him and was just getting dunked on. Eric Gordon was doing heat checks from three, like taking 25-footers. They did whatever they Jalen Green, man. You, if you've got a team, and this is why you know, I, I coined the phrase young hungry. Um, you can also add in athletic. If you've got young, athletic, hungry players, they can they can eat against the Bulls in their defense. And we've seen that. It's not just this year. We've seen it in years prior. But if there's going to be serious deficiencies, both in defending the three-point And then trying to make the three-point, you're not taking enough attempts as a team. That's been something that's been discussed. The swing there is so drastic that that's when you see these runs take place. The other thing that I want to bring up is Zach Levine draws a tech because he's he's crying about fouls. Instead of getting back on defense. Like, this isn't working. The NBA refereeing is pushing back on you. But here's the difference. Later in the same game, he rattles off three made shots in a row, two high-difficulty threes in that alley-oop from Kobe off the steal. She's gorgeous. That stretch is what we all want to see from him. Like, that's the dude who's going to get more of those calls. That's the guy who brings the house down. Like, that's what he's capable of. That's also him healing, which I am very encouraged by. But just as an individual, think about that swing in this. And here's another point I want to make before we have to go. 
I don't know how I feel about seeing Kenyon Martin's son playing in the league. <laughs> From a standpoint <laughs> of... That made you feel old? I'm not old enough for this. Also, Kenyon Martin was a true G. Like, he had Trina's lips tattooed on his neck. Hey, I I go back to Kmart being a, an opponent for DePaul when we were both students. Like, Ken, I have a weird weirdly strong respect for Kenyon Martin. I think most of it comes from Trina. But man... She is the baddest bitch. I am not ready for any of them to have kids in the league yet. Just wait until Bronny shows up. If he shows up. I have well, questions about been, whether or not he's an NBA prospect. We've is been that getting, fair? No, I mean, that's that's one where it's green-lighted, though, isn't it? But I'm not sure he's... But we've... That one we've gotten used to. But just Kenyon Martin's son in the league and i'm like you know who who those lips are on your dad's neck right like can we i don't know if he's had to have a conversation about what are you that? talking about i had multiple conversations at the toyota center no i mean Rockets with his son i don't know if that's There's, a conversation that you have with your son it's out there trina's the queen of the south he can She's be proud of bitch. that if this turns into the trina respect week i'm really okay with it i'm fine with it too i've always been a fan of trina yeah, we don't talk enough Miami hip-hop on here. We can this week. We can do whatever we want. Yes. That's, that's been my whole thing. Do whatever we want on the I show. I mean, seriously, like the light blue Denver Nuggets jerseys and Kendron Martin with like all the tats before all the tats were like accepted. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. People I'm old were afraid head, of them. I'm old head right now. Yeah, you Just are. Just old head. That's you. That's you. That's Layla Rahimi. I'm Lawrence Holmes. When we come back, The defense has been a struggle for the Bulls. The Bulls head coach knows that, and he will speak on it. But can he fix it? That's kind of the problem. We'll discuss next here on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. We're scoring points, but it don't mean nothing if you're giving up more points than we score. That is correct, DeMar DeRozan. Bulls gave up a whole bunch of points last night to the Rockets, and they ended up losing 133-118. to It's the Bernstein and Home Show. Lawrence and Layla hanging out here with you until 2 o'clock. We're here all the week. I'm in for Dan Mexico. Dan Mexico is drunk right now and enjoying himself. And so might a young Jason Bernstein be. Turned 18 as they were landing in Mexico. And you know what that means. Margaritas for everybody. DJ Airhorn. You know, (laughs) party time. It was not party time for the Bulls last night. Their defense yet again got scorched. In all areas. Like, if you're like, oh, well, were they good interior? Nope. Were they, they good against three-pointer? Nope. None of that stuff went well for them. Were they good in transition? Nope. Here's what Billy Donovan had to say. Listen close to this, because there's there's some more indicting statements from Billy Donovan about his team in here. Billy, what did you see in that start that got away from guys so fast? Yeah, I mean, I think it, uh, you know, started there with our defense. You know, I, I think that I think I said before the game, we're, we're, we're making with how we're trying to play. We're, I think we're making, you know, nice progress in terms of how we're playing offensively. You know, I think tonight it was six guys in double figures. It was two guys close to being in double figures for eight is 28 assists. Like, I think we're trying to really play the right way. We're trying to move the ball. But we, we've got to, we can't be a one end team. 
and it certainly started that way defensively. I think we missed uh, one for five or one for six to start the game. I think they started five for six. And, you know, we kind of course correct there in the second quarter. We got the lead at the half, and I thought we came out to start the third quarter, and we had some really good, really good possessions uh, offensively and kind of built the lead up to seven. And then we went through a spell where we didn't, didn't make shots, and we had pretty good looks, I thought. Um, and I thought, it, you know, it impacted our defense. But, you, you know, when you have three quarters where you're giving up over 30 points in those quarters, you know, it's, it's hard to score enough points. You know, we're scoring enough points, but we've got to be able to – to be better defensively. What did you see as the biggest defensive issues tonight? It looked like screen roll gave you guys a lot of... Yeah, I think just one is I think it was a combination of our physicality on the ball, you know, getting over screens. Um, Our bigs having to stay in coverage a little bit longer to get the ball into control. The ball going into the middle of the floor, you know, and us in rotation. And listen, there was several possessions by them tonight that I thought we defended really well and they made up against the clock sh- shots. Like the one, I think we got it down to maybe 11 and it was by our bench, uh, Green banked one in. You know, there was a couple late clock shots. You know, even in the first half, Green stepped back. That happens sometimes, you know what I mean? But when you couple that with the fact that, you know, you have the breakdowns that you're talking about, it's hard to overcome that. You're running out of options for what to do defensively when Caruso and Javante Green are out? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's certainly, you know, three of our better defenders uh, in, in Alex and Javante and Derek, um, you know, give you a little bit. I mean, we tried to, you know, in the, in the, in the fourth, just started trying try to switch because just to try to keep the ball in front of us some. And I know Vooch got caught in a couple of mismatches, which I was fine with, but I thought they were hurting us from behind the line because we got into rotations and it was just trying to do something different. Um, but, it, you know, we, we've, whatever you have out there group-wise, there's enough there to win, in my opinion, and we've got to be better defensively and we've got to coach it better and help them more. Um, but I didn't think that, you know, they clearly started the game as the aggressor they, you know, kind of the ball went wherever it wanted, wanted to go. And they, you know, like for a guy like Green and Porter, those guys get going early in the game, it's hard to turn them off, you know, and that's what ended up happening, you know, and they kind of got into a rhythm and they didn't feel, you know, in, in, they weren't un, under any duress. And, you know, they start seeing the ball go in the basket and they get into a really, really good rhythm. All right, Layla, you heard Billy Donovan what do you take from that? Uh, I take the fact that, number one, it's it's the team's job to stop them whenever they get going early. Yes. I wrote down the same thing. Like, I, like this, this isn't Kevin can, Durant. Like, this isn't LeBron in his it's prime. It's not Steph Curry. It's like, not Steph. Exactly. Like, this is, this is a team that was woefully bad on the road. They had three road wins going into this game. This is a team that is considered rebuilding. Like, that's how you talk about the elites in the NBA. You guys beat the Celtics and the Bucks outright, and you're talking to me about two young guns on the Rockets? Respect them, but that no. A team with nine wins coming into this game. But what about how he's the coaching staff is essentially admitting, and players alluded to this too, Casey Johnson wrote about it, that they're just throwing up coverages in the fourth quarter to see what sticks. What? Like, what? So this is one of my bigger issues with the Bulls when when we when it comes to us discussing them. And I get it that Billy Donovan's not going anyplace. And I'm not advocating that he should go anyplace, especially after getting that extension. 
I can't figure out if he can't come up with answers because he's not a good enough coach or he can't come up with answers because his roster is deficient. What I enjoy about Billy, what I like about him as an observer of Bulls basketball, someone who really enjoys learning about the game, there's never been a press conference before or after game with Billy where I haven't felt like I've learned something. He's really good at identifying what problems are for the Bulls. I have not seen him be able to implement a solution for the problems of the Bulls. And so I'm stuck as a consumer going, if you can figure out the problems, why can't you fix them? And and I don't know where the blame is supposed to go on that. That's a big disconnect for me. And it started a few weeks ago when he correctly diagrammed why they're three-point defense was leading to other problems and how. And I'm like, well, this is good. You've identified the problem. But then I'm like, wait, aren't you supposed to fix it? But in that, he also said the the roster needs weren't addressed. And he alluded to that before the season in summer league. That was something that he discussed, along with a very cryptic answer about Lonzo Ball. So those are two comments that stay with me as this season goes on. And he talked about how they didn't get the rim protection they needed. We know that. They got Andre Drummond, who, when he's in the right spot on the court, works works well as a rebounder. But they didn't get that. They're not getting the same sort of transition that they thought they were going to get. Points in the paint are also a concern for this team. Yeah. And so, to me, it all goes back to not having enough two-way players. Which you've been on Your for a best long time. two-way player isn't playing. Your second-best two-way player is not supposed to be starting. Your third best two-way player is not supposed to be starting. Your max contract guy should be a better two-way player. So, who's to say both? But this is a team that you should have beaten pretty handily. And once you got punched in the face by them, I mean, and the Bulls did rally, but but they had such a deficit to kind of overcome throughout the game. And the thing about the the Rockets last night was they didn't stop. Like they, when you counterpunched, they didn't wilt. Like they were like, oh, all right. Oh, so it's on now. Awesome. They kept shooting threes. They kept you, you, what I felt like allowed them to win yesterday's game was their ability to say, screw it. We're going to the basket. Right. Like if, if all else fails, we're going to drive on these guys because the Bulls are not good on the ball defenders as a group and are not good interior defenders. I also think that in the same way in baseball, we talk about how you have to swing the bat to be a threat to hit, so then you walk more. You also have to be a scoring threat in order to sometimes be better defensively. Like, there was a possession where Kobe White is right behind Patrick Williams, and they're both playing defense toward the outside, and White's Pat Williams has the block. Like, he's got the block on the defense. I've really appreciated his defense recently. And Kobe is respected, I think, defensively there, not just because he's playing good defense off ball, but also because he's a threat to go the other way quickly. And that's what we saw happen. So then that turns into points the other way, brings the house down, you know, people with the block, Kobe with the outlet to Zach, the oop and the slam. But that's the kind of situation where I also think because you're good at shooting – you're going to be respected more defensively as well when you're when you're closer to your end of the floor. Maybe not, but that's just how I feel about it in a way. 
Also, his ball handling skills have really gotten so much better. Yeah, he's been a bright spot in what's been a disappointing season for sure. We will talk more Bulls before the day is done, but why don't we talk a little bit of Bears, too? And there's a couple of NFL issues that I want to throw Patrick Manley's way. Yes. Uh, especially because we talked to him about Tua when, when this whole thing happened in October. So we can talk to Patrick Manley about a bunch of stuff, and we will. Bernstein and Holmes, Lawrence and Layla here with you until 2 on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.